out my spirit on all people. Then he, he brings it down. He says, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Guys, in all the years that I've been working with young and tender hearts, and, and whether it's been being a, a youth leader or, I mean, it, it, I've been at this for over 40 years. And I'm telling you, one thing I've learned and God has revealed to me that over all of the working with youth over all of these years is this, that God has always seems to be telling the young people what's happening before us older people seem to get it. I believe that with all my heart. They seem to have this incredible sensitivity to the supernatural things of God. And when we help them dial that in, wow, they bring it. Young people, God is calling you in this moment to stand tall and to begin to speak forth the things that God is speaking to this generation. You know, if we look and remember the little Samuel, he was Eli's protege. He had a similar experience. He was a young man, just a young person. And God had come to him a few times. He thought it was Eli calling him. I'm going to paraphrase like crazy here. And, and, and again, the Lord comes in 1 Samuel 3. He says, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered because Eli said, if you hear him, that call again, you need to say, here I am. And God wants to speak to you. This is at a time when there was hardly anybody hearing any revelatory things from God. Excuse me. And all of a sudden, Samuel answers, speak. For your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. Will tingle. Young people, God is speaking. And I know you're hearing something. How many can agree with that? You're hearing something. You're just not sure how to process it. You're not sure how to, how to navigate with what you're hearing. These people and us need to commit our hearts to you to help you guys in this moment because we need to hear what you're hearing. You know, I think, I think one of the awesome things about um, this moment where God speaks to and he says, I will pour out my spirit, is that he's saying some of the most explosive things in this moment in history. And he's giving you young people a job, a job that he's never offered before. You know, the day of Pentecost was more than just the arriving of the Holy Spirit. It, was, it, it began that miracle of the sons and daughters prophesying, hearing God, and speaking forth the purposes of God for such a time as this. We need you. We need you guys in the game. And you need us. We need each other. You know, I could go on and say a lot more, but I, I just, I, my passion, guys, is that you guys will be like Daniel. You'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that, that, that had this resolve in their heart they were not going to compromise. No compromise. Daniel said no to compromise. When the, when the high eunuch guy came to him and said, you know, you need to eat the king's food. He says, no, I ain't eating the king's food. We're not going to do it. Give me 10 days. I'm paraphrasing again. Give me 10 days. We're going to eat our own food. And they did. And at the end of 10 days, they were healthier and better looking and stronger than any one of the other young people that were there. God protected them because they were not going to compromise. And in their no compromise heart, 
what happened was God gave Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, gave them wisdom beyond their years. The word says they learned in all learning and they increased in wisdom. And Daniel had the ability, the gift given to him to interpret dreams. And in that process, he saved an entire nation because he interpreted a dream of King Nebuchadnezzar, right? Now, I'm running through this quick, guys, but I'm telling you, there's several things we need to focus on. And one is you need to sanctify yourself. When Joshua was getting ready to cross over into the promised land, he had a moment. And in Joshua 3, 5, he says, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And if you read the story, the Ark of the Covenant moves in, the water parts. It's an incredible story. They all walk across on dry land into the promised land. But sanctify our youth. Guys, we need to focus on that. Sanctify, setting our children apart. Placing them in a place where we realize we need to keep them safe. We're not, we're not protecting them from the world as much as we're training them how to go into the world and respond with a biblical worldview, right? With this old thought of we're just going to cloister and keep them out of it, it doesn't work. We have to teach them how to stand strong in this moment. The other thing we need to understand is that if you do not compromise... If you walk the walk and you keep following Jesus, the Lord's going to work in you and through you. That's a guarantee. He will deliver you. He will keep you. He will have you walk through the fire, and you're going to come out unscathed. Read the stories. Daniel in the lion's den, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in the fire. God protected them because they did not compromise. And, and I want to say this. Don't, again, let the world define who you are. Right now, the world's telling you, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. Pronouns, all this stuff that's coming at you. Are you kidding me? You are amazing. It's like Gideon. We haven't even talked about Gideon. Gideon changed the altar. And in that, he altered the course of history and saved his people. Read the story. God said, tear down your dad's altar. That's a bad altar. It's worshiping Baal. Tear it down. So he altered the altar. He tore it down and he rebuilt an altar to the Lord according to God's heart and specifications. And it saved the nation. But here's Gideon was just a young man. He, he's in the hole hiding from the banditos, threshing wheat so his family could eat. And, and the Lord comes up to him and then says, hey, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon's like, are you talking to me? You can't be talking to me because I'm the least of the least. You don't even know my history. I'm the lowest form of life on the food chain. That's my emphasis. And what does God do? God begins to raise Gideon up, and Gideon becomes a world changer. Guys, men, young men, you're mighty men of valor. Young ladies, you're virtuous women of God. That's who God's calling you to be. Do not let the world tell you otherwise. The other thing I want to finish out with is he wants to work signs and wonders through you. I believe that with all my heart. A lot of the prophetic download that God's bringing is he's bringing the ability for you to, with your constant, if you can gear your heart this way, your constant uh, faithful preaching is going to bring a crown. And that crown is, to me, is going to be the ability to where you lay hands on the sick, they're going to recover. You're going to walk with authority. You're going to represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in a powerful way. And God will alert you, and God will keep you on your toes. When the enemy comes and he starts to speak something, your heart's going to immediately go, that's not right. 
I love it when I hear a young person standing saying, that's not right. I'm going to stand over here. It's not right. I'm standing for truth. Even if you're all alone, be that person. Man, young women, young men in the Bible, they were the very ones who stood alone. They stood out in the crowd. They weren't afraid of the peer pressure. They just said, that's not right. And they did not compromise. So no compromise. And I'm telling you this, do not seek a Christianity that's devoid of miracles. As you grow up in your life, you're going you're gonna to move in different directions. If you move into a place where there's nothing in the spirit happening, something's not right. If it was me, unless God called you there to plant some seeds or do something, you need to move on. Amen? Just want to tell you guys, I believe with all my heart that you are already incredibly supernatural. I believe that God is working through you, even at this young age. I was thinking of camp. I was eight years old when I went to my first camp. I had no clue, but I know that when that song played Just As I Am, I would bolt to the altar. Tears would shoot straight out of my eyes. I had no understanding why that was happening, but God had a calling on my life. Yeah, I had a hard time growing up. Stuff happened. We've all been dealt a bad hand from time to time, but at the end of the day, that call stuck with me, and that's where, why I'm standing where I am today. Because I know that I know that I know that God has called me for such a time as this. And a lot of it is to speak into your lives. And your lives as well. Because this young tribe, tribal members here, they're part of us. And we need to be mentoring, like Clyde said, and pouring our hearts and lives into these young people. I'm telling you, we talk about tithing and giving, and you guys are incredibly generous. But think about this for a moment. Consider tithing some of your time towards helping the young people getting involved with youth, driving the van, whatever that looks like. You can do this. We need to do this. Our future and their future depends on it. Amen? Guys, I, I, I'd like you young people to stand, and if you wouldn't mind, just come up here and line up. And could I get the elders up here and leadership team? You know who you are. Just kind of make a line along here. Come on down here. We'll make a one long line. What's going on? What is, come on in. The water's fine. It's good. It's good. That's good. Great. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is going to go both ways, guys. We have time. This is going to go both ways. I want us, we're going to pray over these young and tender hearts. If you would stand and extend a hand. That would be awesome. And then when we're done praying, I want you guys, if you want what God is downloading into their hearts, you come up here, and I want them, you guys, to pray for the adults, okay? Even if you just lay hands on them, or if God gives you a word, that's awesome. Can we spread out just a little more down that way? There you go. Okay, awesome. Okay. Clyde, you and Kelsey, you lead this. You got it. What an opportunity. Father, I just thank you again so much for this generation. God, we acknowledge uh, as a whole the anointing and calling that is on their lives, that you have a place. And God calls you, 
worth it. You are so worth it. And I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come. Just, just come down and, and fall over these young people right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we ask for boldness. Courage. Peace. That surpasses all understanding. God, we ask for an incredible inner beauty that shines so bright. People would ask, what is it? No compromise. No, that's good. That's good. That people would ask, what is that rock that you're standing on? I want that foundation. I want that solidness, because what I'm standing on has been a sinking sand. Yes. We ask for the joy of the Lord to be their strength. When the enemy comes in to rob it, we just ask Jesus that you would stand up in these young people. Reveal your joy. That that is the strength that we all want. Just pour it out, Jesus. Pour it out, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank wow. You, Jesus. Wow. Thank I just you, see Jesus. God making you like arrows. He's putting you in a quiver. Thank You're you. in this moment when God is tooling you and shaping you for what he has for you in the future. But what he's doing right now is preparing you for that moment. And man, when God shoots you, you're going to fly straight in truth into all that he has for you. Yes. Amen. Wow. So good. Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if you would like to receive what these young people impart, it's kind of like such as I have give I thee. <laughs> moment I b they're carrying an anointing when I heard the story of what happened up there in Azalea and stuff I know that God showed up and there's an anointing on all of you guys Hannah there's a huge anointing on all of you Joe I see a huge anointing JP is that it huge anointing man you're like filled with the spirit brother it, it's, it's on you guys you can feel it so if you guys wouldn't mind we're going to have the older crowd move through here. And you guys, if God highlights someone, just pray for them. God gives you a word to share with them, go for it. Amen? Let's do this. So, um, Greg, where's Greg? Greg, get you there. Yeah. So, come on up, guys. You can come through the side and just walk through. We'll kind of like do it a one-sided prayer tunnel kind of thing. Come on through and just let these young people just lay hands on you for a moment and anoint you with what God has placed in their lives. Amen? Um, yeah, we'll start down here. We'll start down here and come this way. Come on down. Come on down. <coughs> young people, young people. for the day it's all that I need so good. So good. 
guys a word. Any of these kids are 14 and you have no father in your home. You have no father figure and that mom is doing everything, but pretty much the father's been absent. Mark would like to pray for you. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace within his presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Darkness starts to Thank you, Jesus. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name is Jesus from the mountains, peace in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus from my family, I speak the holy name, 
just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and anxiety that every hope captive by oppression I speak Jesus I just want to speak by depression I speak Jesus some of you they're pretty hardy when it comes to heat tomorrow down at Riverside Park at six o'clock we're going to be hydrating and praying for people yes it's hot but so are they yes it's humid it's sticky but that's where they're at last time we were down there it was awesome having the opportunity to lay hands on and pray for almost everyone everyone wanted to be hydrated so we gave them water drink and just had a great time praying with them, talking with them, listening to their hearts. So I want to encourage you, if that's you, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, come down to Riverside Park, and uh, we're just going to hand out water, and we're going to pray for people. Amen?
great words up here. Thank you, Tom. Just a few more people. And Clyde, when they come through, would you mind closing us in prayer? Good job, brother. Thank you.